Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 27, Coping with Anxiety. I was trying to figure out this week's podcast. I have an entire page of podcast ideas, but nothing felt right for this week. By last Friday, I noticed my shoulders tightening every time I thought about the podcast, mainly because I hadn't figured out the topic yet. I noticed myself thinking things like, what if I don't figure out a topic in time to get the podcast out on time? What if I never think of another good topic at all? What if I miss a week? (laughs) No wonder my shoulders were tight. Tight shoulders is one of my first physical symptoms of anxiety. I noticed my tight shoulders and said, hello, anxiety. And that's when I realized what my topic for today's podcast would be. We all feel anxious at times. It's a completely normal emotion. So what is anxiety? It's worry, stress, fear, apprehension. Clinical anxiety is super interesting. If you have a certain level of anxiety all of the time, you may notice that you think that changing the circumstances will make the anxiety go away. But usually the anxiety will find something else to attach to. One of my children was super anxious about piano lessons, so we quit piano. And then that child was super anxious about academics. And every time we removed an anxiety trigger, the anxiety just transferred to another aspect of this child's life. Most of us don't have clinical anxiety like this, but we all experience anxiety in our lives. So what contributes to anxiety? There are biological factors, chemicals, hormones... Sometimes it's a poor diet, things in our environment. There's so many things that can trigger anxiety, right? So let's talk about what helps us overcome anxiety. One thing I want to say before I talk about other things is that medication is useful for people with clinical anxiety. It's just like giving insulin to someone with diabetes or using hearing aids when you lose your hearing or using glasses or contacts when you can't see. Of course, what's most effective when you're very anxious is medication and therapy and, you know, a combination of medication and thought work. I've seen so many people's lives transformed when they have needed medication and chosen to take it. Sleeping well, eating well, exercising, all of those things can help calm an anxious brain. So let's talk a minute about thought work. Thought work is so helpful. And I talk about thought work in every podcast. Here are some thoughts that you can think about anxiety that might be helpful to you. Anxiety is totally normal. Anxiety is uncomfortable, but that's okay. I'm going to allow myself to feel anxiety. It's a normal part of the emotional experience. This stress is created by sentences in my mind. Feeling anxiety is not a problem. It's just normal. Anxiety feels horrible, but it's only a sensation or vibration in my body. It's harmless. Anxiety is harmless. It's my reaction to it that causes problems. It's my resistance that causes a problem. Anxiety is uncomfortable, but it does not mean I am in danger. It's totally normal. Okay, so besides thought work, what else can we do to overcome anxiety? Number one, recognize and name the anxiety. Just notice it, right? And say, okay, I'm feeling worry. I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling fear. Number two, Notice how you're responding to that anxiety. Ask yourself, what am I doing? Am I resisting the feeling? Am I fighting it? Am I reacting to it? So when we resist or fight against anxiety or judge ourselves for having it, that escalates the fear instead of decreasing it. Number three, 
Acknowledge you're uncomfortable with anxiety. How do we treat this discomfort? Again, we don't fight or flight. We pay attention to it. Paying attention and acknowledging that we're uncomfortable with the anxiety changes our relationship with it. Something about knowing and understanding something really changes the way that we see it and changes our perspective. Number four, recognize the anxiety comes from your thoughts. Be curious about your thinking. Anxious thoughts are super irrational. (laughs) And thoughts aren't reality or facts. They are just a story. Number five, another idea is to write down your anxious thoughts. Write them down on paper. Look at what you've written and say, I'm feeling anxious because of these thoughts and that's okay. Number six, describe on paper what it feels like to be anxious. What's happening in your chest, your stomach. Imagine you're describing this emotion for someone who doesn't understand it. Does this anxiety feel like a color? Does it smell like something? Just really think about every detail of the anxiety and write it down. Number seven, play around with your anxiety. Pay attention to what increases it and decreases it. If you can increase your anxiety, you probably have control over decreasing it, right? Experience the anxiety. Even maybe talk to it. Hey, anxiety, I feel you. You are only here because of sentences in my brain. Allowing anxiety makes it better. And then again, resisting intensifies it. Number eight, breathe, relax. Allow yourself to breathe in. There are a couple of really good breathing exercises. I think I've talked about 7-Eleven breaths where you breathe in for seven counts and then you breathe out for 11 counts. And that just definitely calms your nervous system, right? You can also breathe into your belly. Put your hand on your belly, breathe in, and push your belly out, focusing on slowly exhaling all of your air. And then the inhale becomes much, much easier. And you will notice immediately that everything calms down. Number nine, if you want to avoid anxiety by eating or watching TV or scrolling on social media, etc., try breathing instead. It's going to feel uncomfortable. When you stop distracting from your anxiety, you will feel the anxiety you've been avoiding. Allow the emotion and exhale it out. Number 10, tune into yourself by grounding yourself. Perhaps touch a special necklace or a ring or Go through all the colors of the rainbow and notice them in your mind or count to 10. Number 11, embrace the anxiety. Hug it. (laughs) If you're in a hurry to get rid of the anxiety, you aren't allowing it, so it won't go away. Accepting and owning something gives you power over it. Get good at allowing your feelings. And that means stop the escaping with food or drinks or TV or social media. Number 12, witness it observe it. Again, don't resist or fight. Watch yourself. Think and feel. Feel that anxiety. It gives you perspective, right? When you witness something. And 13, allow. Allowing something gives you authority over it. It's empowering. You get a sense of control. If you allow the anxiety instead of resisting and avoiding, the anxiety won't even want to be there anymore. Feeling anxious means you're a human being. Anxiety buzzes around. It pretends there is danger. But just owning it, processing your emotions, staying with it, allowing it will give you power over it. The better you get at experiencing anxiety, the better your life is. So as you feel anxiety creeping in, invite anxiety along for the ride. 
Soon you'll find anxiety has moved from the driver's seat to the passenger seat to the back seat and eventually underneath the wheel. Goodbye, anxiety. (laughs) Until next time, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call.